0: Yeah, they went on to selling, you know, multi-level marketing vitamins or whatever or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, Hey, it's Walter here and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock solid trading
1: confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh, sounds good, you ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey Walter, what do you do to cultivate mental toughness, which is necessary for trading?
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally, uh, so I call it resilience. There's a guy named Mart- Martin Seligman, I'll put the links in below. He's uh, known as being one of, the, you know, one of the modern day fathers, not the original creator of positive psychology, but he, um, he talks a lot about resilience. I saw him at a talk. He came out here to Sydney a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and you kind of like can ask him a question if you bring your book up and have him sign it. He's got tons of books. Mm-hmm. But he talks about resilience. So what I would say is what I would equate to mental toughness is resilience. And I think it's probably the reason why. It is the reason why some traders keep going. If you keep going long enough, you're eventually going to figure it out. It's it's I mean, it's not that trading is difficult. It's just the actual mechanics of profitable trading aren't difficult. It's actually all the stuff around it, all the psychology and all the, the it BS around it. against human nature, it, basically. It, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's against your nature, exactly right. We have all these cognitive biases working against us. So, so resilience, I think, is key. And so if you get into resilience, you can read Martin Seligman. There's other uh, people who've written a lot about this. A big one is like, I'll give you an example. So what they talk about in the resilience research is catastrophic thinking. So, I've had two weeks of losing trades, I'm down 9% of my account, and so I start to wonder, like, what's going on? Like, is, you know, is my system broken? Um, have the markets changed? Is this whole, am I gonna lose my, all of my money? You know, this is never gonna work for me. How am I gonna be able to pay my mortgage or whatever? Like, that's catastrophic thinking. It's just taking a little tiny thing and blowing it up out of proportion. Because the reality is, if I shift my focus and say, hang on, two weeks of losing trades, how many trades is that? Six, okay. What are the probabilities that I'm going to have six losing trades according to my rule? Oh, well, it's actually 85%. Okay, so actually what I'm talking about here is something that's actually quite likely to happen and that it's happened is not a big deal because it's predicted given the parameters of my system. So you're know, you you're just trying to shift the way of seeing it and instead of allowing yourself to snowball and get really hyper negative, that's catastrophic thinking. So, so that's like one tool, right? For the resilience, the trader who wants to be resilient is to shift that catastrophic thinking into another, how can I state what I've just said I've had two losing weeks, how can I state that in another way? Instead of saying, I've had two losing streak, two losing weeks, I'm going to lose all my money, I'm never going to make it as a trader, I'm never going to be able to pay the mortgage or whatever. Instead, I can say, wait a minute, I've had six losing trades, is that normal? (laughs) And the answer is quite logically, yes, it is normal because of I know the probability of that happening. So for me, that's how I view mental toughness is sort of building up your resilience so that you're able to withstand those terrible moments that, that we're presented with as traders. That's really what we get paid for. Other people don't want to deal with these sorts of things and we have to deal with them face on. So that's that's what we have to do.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. Would you say that uh, people who've faced some sort of breakdown like that, like Blowing out an account or several accounts, develop that quicker than people who are more risk-averse and don't take a lot of risk or blow out an account early on. Do you think that um there may be, they have less toughness or resilience just because of that? Hey there, I hope you're finding this episode useful. I just wanted to let you know that Walter and I give away something valuable every month that helps traders improve their skills. You can enter to win by simply leaving an iTunes review and leaving a comment on our YouTube videos. At the end of each month, we'll look at the comments and reviews from the month, and we'll pick a winner at random. Each comment and each review counts for one entry during the month that it's submitted. So if you're interested in that, be sure to enter after this podcast is over. All right, back to the episode.
0: That's a good question. I don't know. I think if you read like the market wizards and the new market wizards, almost to a a trader, they all talk about how they blew up their account and they basically swore to never do it again. Or they blew up their account... And then their second and their third and they sort to never do it again sort of thing. It's a tough question. You know, I always wonder, I often wonder, like, are you better off just totally blowing up in the beginning or, you know, getting on a lucky streak in the beginning? And I think that it's blowing up, but I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I think there are probably tons of traders that we never hear about who started trading, blew up their account, and then just never went back to trading. Yeah. They went on to selling, you know, multi-level marketing vitamins or whatever or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, So yeah. I'm not sure. Like, Or they went to go flipping houses or whatever the <laughs> next thing is, you know? So, I, I mean, I, I really don't know. It's it's just, it is crazy though. When you when you read the interviews of traders, it is amazing how many traders have the same sort of basic story, which is, yo man, you know, I, I start trading, things are going well, and then boom, I lost my money and I swore to never do that again. So I decided that my risk would be blah, blah, blah. You know, It's amazing. It really is a common thread, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't know if the people who didn't blow out would want to tell their story. I don't think they're the type of person who would tell the story, or maybe the people telling the story wouldn't think that's interesting. So they wouldn't, write. A book about them or interview them, right? So maybe it's just some sort of like filtering bias or something.
0: Yeah, and you bring up a, a good point because I think I would argue that there are some traders that just want to tell stories. Yeah, they don't want to make sure. money; they just want to go. Oh man, you wouldn't believe I was in that Euro trade, and then the you know the interest rate came out and blah blah blah. You know, that's part of that's what they get. You mm-hmm. know, like Ed Sequoia says, everyone gets what they want from the markets. Some people get these stories that they get to tell. Like that's yeah. that's their thing. So stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. War stories.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Thanks, Walter. Thank you. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.